This is Father Drew Curry from Most Precious Blood Parish in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And Father Matthew Coonan from St. Therese and St. Henry Parishes here also in Fort Wayne, opening up the Sunday Word with you, May 2nd. And this also is the Gospel of John, the Vine and the Branches. Father Drew. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one that does he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you, just as the branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing." Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire, and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want, and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I really love this gospel. Yeah, me too. It's really good. Not <laughs> that I'm like, you know, I don't like the gospel of Luke or something. You know what I mean? But this specific passage is just really beautiful. The remaining in the Lord, abiding in the Lord, uh, just the importance of that connection. And as well, just the image of, you know, if a branch were to be taken off of the vine, then it's going to wither and die. That's just That's just what happens. And so that we need to be intimately connected, like our source of life, our source of nourishment must come from the Lord. Yeah. We got to be connected to him. I just, just love this image. Yeah. I mean, so if I could just say this, uh, this also brings me back to the days when I first started studying the faith in college and, um, you didn't study the faith before college, Father Drew? Yeah, I did, but I'm, okay, you're right. Theology but classes. Theology classes after, in college, you know, very after, intellectual. So St. Joseph Ben didn't teach you anything? A, oh my gosh. Okay. So, you know, in- In college, in, at in a college, higher academic level. Higher academic level, we're thinking in, in, um, in, in, in higher levels. Anyway, um, what we did when, when I was taking this class called Applied Christian Ministry is we we had to read this document called Christ Lay Faithful uh, People, or in, in uh, Latin, Christa Fidelis Leici. Apostolic Exhortation okay. by Pope John Paul II. There you go. Letting people know. And, uh, and we had to uh, every week read two chapters of this book and then write a two-page summary of what we read. And I just love reading Christophilus Leici and, and writing these little summaries. So in this document by JP2, there are two images given that he works out of. One is the, the vine and the branches. Um, and then the other one is the uh, workers going into the vineyard at, at different hours. At different hours, yeah. And yeah. the main thing there, I remember him, he was writing like, you too go into my vineyard, you too go into my vineyard. And it's like that that call that hmm. we're all called yeah. to go into the vineyard. I don't remember so much what were the main points that he focused on with the vine and the branches in that document. Well, I think there's kind of two things. Well, one, the document is about the lay, the baptized. Yeah, this is a document the about priesthood the priesthood of the baptized going out, living the mission. That's right. So yeah, it's for the lay faithful to know that they have a true mission yeah. in the church. And so yeah. the first part is actually to realize 
Jesus is the vine, we are the branches. When we are baptized, we get grafted onto mm. Jesus, mm -hmm. the vine. And we are called to be nourished by him. We are called to bear fruit. Um, but so then the second image I think you could say too is just, and I'm, I'm not going verbatim, but you could also just take this idea. One is remaining in him through prayer, through holiness, through living the commandments, through sharing the faith. Okay, the second image is we are to go out into the vineyard and work. And I would say one of the things that we can see our work to be is that we are to help people become grafted onto the vine. Yeah, yeah. And we are called to help people not be withered branches, but to be flourishing branches that bear fruit. Yeah, and that's a clear connection too between those two images that the branch that abides in the Lord bears great fruit. And then the workers in the vineyard, you go to work for the for the for the king, for the for the landowner, right? And so both of those are like putting into practice our identity as being grafted to being a part of the vine or being a worker in the vineyard to bear fruit to lead others. Um, but yeah, I really like that the focus on helping others to be grafted to the vine as well. So that ultimately we need to lead others to become branches grafted on to he who is the true vine. I think there's a good image of that actually in the first reading, uh, which is, you know, Saul who became Paul when after his conversion, he wasn't really readily accepted by the Christian community. So he, you know, he wasn't grafted on well because the people were suspicious of him, but who, who is it? It's Barnabas whose nickname was son of encouragement. Barnabas, goes and gets Paul and and um, brings him back. Um, yeah, and, and then helps him to be integrated into the community. And then Paul becomes this great evangelist missionary. Yeah, and after Paul preached for a while, you know, he went back to make sure he said like that the foundation he was building upon was not, you know, erroneous or something like that, that hmm. he had, hadn't worked in vain. So he goes back, gets the handshake of friendship or whatever it is, you know, with the apostles. Yeah. And then, but then they all agree like, yeah, you're to go out to the Gentiles, we to the Jews. So, and, but, yeah. and, but Barnabas, so I, the, the, what I'm trying to say is- He brought Paul Barnabas in. Yeah. is a good image of someone working in the vineyard, helping to the, get the branches grafted on and to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be Saul or even whether it be the other people who needed to to grow in their faith too. I so want to really like that. One thing that jumps out to me here too is where he, the Lord mentions that apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit because without me, you can do nothing. Yeah. Not without me, you can do a little bit, like you can kind of, <laughs> right. no, you can do nothing. Yeah. Wow. Apart from the Lord, we can do nada, nothing, niente. That's really important for us to remember. Which, yeah. And so that, that really should show us that like our primary call as Christians isn't to be busybodies, but actually is, is first primarily a call to prayer of friendship with Jesus through taking time to gaze upon him through some kind of sacred art, through reading scripture, uh, by being in Eucharistic adoration, by reading books of the saints, to take time just to encounter him, give him that time, trusting that by giving him the time, uh, by being generous to him with our time, he actually is going to be super abundantly generous in, in acting in the world. But also then through that prayer, we're also strengthened 
and given peace and and the power of the spirit actually to work through us in our daily life. I, it makes me think actually about not now, but when I was a pastor at another parish, how I prayed all the time for people to come into the church and people would come. I don't even know who these people are. Like I could, if I, if I tried to, you know, get people interested in the faith, they never entered the RCIA, but it was the random people that were like, oh, well, I was out here and I went to mass and had this experience or, oh, I was studying this. And all of a sudden I thought I, I want to become Catholic. You know, it was, so I just it, came to realize, prayer. I just came to realize, I just need to remain in the Lord. I just need to pray. I just need to be holy. Yeah. And and the Lord is going to work then. Yeah. I just pulled up on my phone here. I took a picture of this the other week since you mentioned John Paul II and we're talking about prayer. Uh, I found this in his book, Gift and Mystery, writing on his priestly anniversary. And he's talking about prayer and the call to holiness, especially for priests. And he says, uh, prayer makes the priest and through prayer, the priest becomes himself. Before all else, the priest must indeed be a man of prayer convinced that time devoted to personal encounter with God is always spent in the best way possible. Like, wow, that's, that's a huge emphasis for him. And I remember him always saying too, that the Pope's first duty is to prayer. And so if it's true for the Pope and true for priests, it's true for lay faithful as well. Right. And so that that prayer given to God, time alone with him is spent in the best way possible because that's, what's going to fuel us in our mission. Now that we should be idle, right? Not, not being at work in the world, not doing service, but it ultimately needs to be fueled by remaining in him. Uh, so yeah. prayer. And so we give thanks to the Lord for this beautiful image uh, that he left us, that we are branches of the vine. And we need to remain grafted to him. May he give us the grace to go out and to help others become grafted to him, uh, to work in the vineyard, to bring others to him. And may we always, by remaining in him through prayer, through the sacramental life, we may bear great fruit. May God bless you all.